This is Amy Jones, founder of Love Saves Lives, creator of a soon-to-be app called Recollect. It is the app that I have been craving for years that is a wonderful tool uh, to remind us of the right thing at the right time so we feel better right away. And if you are curious as to the backstory, how this came to be, uh, and maybe you're listening to this for the first time, I encourage you to go check out episode one. That will take you through all the things and you will be uh, more or less caught up, caught up enough. So uh, a lot of what I do in these episodes is talk about what I'm learning through this process of founding a technology company, building an app from scratch, and doing a lot of things that are really scary, honestly. They take a lot of courage. Uh, they are new and exciting and terrifying. So that is something that I actually touched on last episode. We talked about this idea of being excitified, uh, which is both excited and terrified at the same time. So a lot of excitifying happening. But I was thinking this week uh, as I was obsessing about Recollect, which is you know kind of what I do on a daily basis, that uh, so much of what we do as far as checking out checking out from our feelings, from our present experience, um, is I think that one, we don't know how to check in. And we also don't know how to be with ourselves when we are feeling things that we don't want to feel. So Recollect is very much a tool for that, that facilitates what I think most people would refer to as mindfulness. And mindfulness is maybe a fancy sounding word for really just remembering and coming back into the present, being here right now, not thinking about things that have happened, um, feeling badly about them, being afraid that they're gonna happen again. It's not being in the future, fantasizing about what you want to happen or what you're not sure about, um, that you want to think about to the point that, that it might prepare you to do better in the future. But it's our human nature to not stay in the present and not be uh, conscious of what is happening in the moment and certainly not what is happening in our body, in our emotional body. So Recollect is the tool that I've been craving to, to make that easier because so much of mindfulness is a practice. It is the practice of remembering the right thing at the right time and when you do that, it feels better right away. So when I was thinking about what we're all building here with Recollect, I was thinking that what I most want is to be able to take mindfulness to the masses and make it more mainstream, to not have mindfulness be something that is mysterious or precious or relegated to a certain type of people but that it gets to be for all humans. And what I mean is that you don't need to be spiritual to practice mindfulness. You don't need to uh, be religious at all. You don't need to have a certain education level. It has nothing to do with your age, your gender identity, your sexuality. Certainly doesn't have a damn thing to do with your race or things like your income level. It is okay if you swear 
or use words that some people think are profanity. It's okay if you're silly, if you have a sense of humor. There's no uh, monopoly on what mindfulness is supposed to be. It is simply a remembering and, and an acknowledgement, a conscious choosing uh, to be aware in the present moment. So what's great about that is that mindfulness is agnostic in a sense. Um, and I don't mean that strictly just in terms of not believing that there's a God. Uh, may or may not have anything to do with that. But it's agnostic that the degree to which um, the situation, the individual, the content, like what is actually being remembered, none of those things matter. It's open to everybody, except it's something that, well, on one hand, has been an ancient tradition and, and you know, there's so much uh, that has come through our history of humanity. Then there's also sort of a newer wave, uh, which some people might think of as new age or woo-woo, that has uh, been cultivating the, the conversations around mindfulness, the practice of mindfulness, and that has certainly been my experience. You know, I am uh, 38 years old. I am white. I am female. Uh, I have had a lot of privilege and access to education and food and, and all kinds of things. So I've had the opportunity by not being in survival mode all the time to really think about some of these things and uh, think about conscious practices and um was driven to them primarily because I was in a lot of pain, a lot of emotional and psychic pain um, that stems from how I grew up and uh, how I, you know, survived a very challenging uh, dynamic in my home. Um, and I learned to check out when things hurt. Um, I was very afraid of my father uh, as long as I can remember and lived with him my entire childhood. Therefore, um, didn't really feel safe and uh, was was constantly uh, trying to think of how I could avoid setting him off or how I might be able to placate him so that he wouldn't get angry, that he wouldn't become enraged, that he wouldn't want to drink more. Uh, some of you who are particularly sensitive might notice that um, this doesn't seem comfortable for me to talk about because it is not comfortable for me to talk about. Um, mostly because my mom and my sister had two very different experiences. Um, and so I have yet to let go of feeling self-conscious about my experience and what that might mean to them. So here we are <laughs> in more uncomfortable things because that's what I do with my life these days. Um, and so as a kid, you know, I, I kind of learned to, to check out, uh, which is not unusual. There was nothing special about me or my childhood. Um, it was, uh, coping mechanisms to check out by eating. This is my favorite, particularly ice cream. I have a whole thing around ice cream. Uh, and also, uh, TV, movies, that kind of stuff. And... It's just really common, you know? Um, there's other things we use, of course, like alcohol, drugs, sex, um, drama and relationships. There, there are no shortage of things that we can use to check out because we are 
in essence, feeling something that we don't want to feel or we don't know how to feel. And so, uh, you know, it's just, again, natural human thing to check out and to try to disassociate from whatever it is that's going on and pretend like it's not there. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel it. Let's just pretend like it's not there. Let me go distract myself or numb myself with something else. So this is a problem that affects most everyone that I know. It is so widespread and so part of our human story. And the thing is that when we check out, particularly on a daily basis or for long periods of time, um, it's not really great for our well-being. It's not to say that uh, there aren't some some healthy distractions and ways of consciously checking out where it's like, all right, yeah, feel like I've reached capacity here and I can't handle being any more mindful or healthy or spiritual or good. Like I can't, I can't do any more than today. So I'm choosing to go watch a movie or I'm choosing to, um, you know, give myself a break in some other way. That's fine. Um, and I don't want to, as soon as I said, that's fine. Uh, there's a voice in my head that's like, okay, I don't really want to promote being all judgy about it and, and self-critical. Like it's not okay if you're checking out. Um, in my experience, we get to have a better quality of life and to have a brighter life that is richer, that is more enjoyable when we know how to check in with ourselves and that I have gained a lot of confidence from learning how to check in with myself and how to love myself unconditionally regardless of what I find when I check in, meaning what feelings, emotions, thoughts, uh, what's, what's in there when I pay attention to how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. So the thing is, when we don't know how to check in, we don't really know how to be a whole human person meaning we don't get to feel the full spectrum of all of our emotions and we don't get to feel fully alive. Um, we are not fully aware of our potential and the opportunities around us and the contributions that we can make. So there's a lot riding on being a whole human being. There's a lot riding on being conscious, being present, which is to say, uh, you know, practicing mindfulness. And these are not things that were taught about in school, typically. It's getting a little bit better. Uh, but by and large, these are not mainstream topics. They have not uh, historically, certainly in the United States, in which I've come up, um, been viewed as, as critical or core curriculum. And precious few of us learned how to do any of this from our parents, because it's not like they were taught by their parents. Um, and, you know, generation after generation, we've just not been dealing with this stuff. You know, it's like you just you just check out or you don't talk about it and pretend it's not there. I mean, that's that's been the kind of common coping mechanism for some time now. So we're at this kind of interesting point where the conversation has been increasing. The momentum's been increasing. And I think based on a number of factors, dynamics going on in the world, there's never been a better time to learn 
the practice of mindfulness to talk about how mindfulness gets to be for everybody. It is not just for some people. It's really for any human person uh, who wants to feel better, who wants to be better, just enjoy their life more, have a more satisfying experience. So that is why uh, I have been so hell-bent on creating Recollect because it really represents the last 20-something years of my life and my own personal journey and adventure and trying to find out, like, how do I do this? How do I make peace with myself? How do I make peace with all these things that I feel that I don't know how to talk about or the pain that I feel that I don't know how to soothe or to heal or to just make it go away? Those were really challenging problems that I was dealing with on a daily basis and that at times were completely overwhelming. And that's what really drives this passion, if not obsession, um, this quest that I have to create something that makes it just so much easier for each one of us to be able to practice our version of mindfulness, which means we get to remember the things that are meaningful to us. This is very personal. It's very specific. It also means that there are things, whether they be, you know, bits of, of written word or, um, you know, quotes or passages from books, letters, things like that. There's things related to words. And then there's also things related to images, uh, anything visual. And there's things that are more sensory and auditory, uh, like music. So there's a, a, you know, few different types of, of content, so to speak. And those are all very personal. And some of them you will understand why they're personal. Some of them you won't understand why it's personal. Some you'll be able to articulate and talk about and say, yeah, this is why this is meaningful to me. And this is blah, blah, blah. And then other things we just don't have words for, you know, as good as we are at language and talking and all of you know, that there are still things that we cannot form words for and speak about easily. So what I'm doing with Recollect is envisioning a very uh, intuitive and simple app experience that um, is extremely thoughtfully designed. Thoughtfully designed to the point of, again, obsession is a word I come back to <laughs> because it just feels so appropriate. And I want you to come into Recollect, into this app, and feel a sense of relief and ease and simplicity where you don't have to work hard to get to what it is that you need, whatever that right thing is for you. You don't have to uh, be seen. It's It's not the kind of app where, like on social media, you know, people get to see what you're doing and what you're posting and what you like. And it's it's not that kind of thing where you have to worry about your public image or persona because Recollect is, is about you and your relationship to yourself. It is a private thing. Um, certainly there are ways that we can share things with one another, um, but it's really important to me that the experience that we have within Recollect is first and foremost, a safe private one where you just get to come, come in and come out 
of the app as often as you want throughout the day, that it's really a touchstone for you. It's a way to get centered, to remember, which is another way of saying to practice mindfulness and come back into the present moment. And, you know, when I think about what we're creating and what's possible within the context of this app, um, it's really just another manifestation, another, you know, expression of this idea of honoring our humanity. And as far as building a company goes and having a mission and values and things like that, honoring humanity is, is right at the top of the list. Because one of the things I've been fascinated about since I was a kid is this idea that uh, different people have very different experiences, have different interpretations, different reactions, like things that other people don't like, or some people can talk about things that other people can't talk about. There's just so much uniqueness in an in, in terms of an individual, and then also so much is, that is the same in terms of our shared humanity and kind of the, the bigger picture. So I'm fascinated by those two things. Um, the really big overarching patterns and similarities, commonalities, and then the very, very specific nuance that pertains to an individual. So how do we honor both of those? How do we create a safe space where somebody who doesn't look like me, who doesn't believe what I believe, who has a completely different sense of humor, totally different orientation around spirituality or, you know, whatnot. Someone who's, who's very different, who I may not agree with. How do I create a safe space within Recollect where it's easy for that person to also practice mindfulness? That while, you know, we may have a, a mission and a voice and a brand, um, that it's still a, a place that gets to be open for everybody where you get to gather and, and collect the things that are most meaningful to you. For me, there's a sacredness about this and a sense that, you know, if we can create a really amazing tool and continue to iterate and improve it as we go, because we're going to learn so much. And if we just view this as an ongoing adventure where we keep striving to make an easier, um, smoother, more beautiful tool that feels good to use, that in the, the navigating of it, that it feels better, like ease, like relief, like when you're laying in your bed on your side, on your phone, which you know you're not supposed to be on, especially when you wake up in the morning or late at night, you know, when you're in that, right? that it's not so awkward and you're like cranking your neck and trying to balance the holding of your phone and, and maneuver your thumb and like all those kinds of things. That's the kind of stuff I think about, you know, how do we design for that and to make that feel a little bit easier and better and to just acknowledge our humanity, which, you know, is going back to that idea of honoring humanity that I am not here to advocate uh, for, oops, for being a certain way, uh, for being good, whatever that means, uh, but really just for being whole and for being imperfect 
ever growing and changing that's what I believe humans are about and that's what I think is uh, you know certainly the best of our humanity so mindfulness is uh, is the practice that's the way that we connect to ourselves to uh, be curious about what we're feeling what we're thinking to just notice it without judgment without reacting without going into a whole thing but just coming into ourselves what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking? What's going on in my body? Um, And just, you know, paying attention. Paying attention is a form of love. So recollect is a tool for us to love ourselves a little bit easier. And uh, I I think it's widely accepted that when we love ourselves, we are much more capable of, of loving each other. So that's what's been on my mind. Um, You know, the thing about building a business like this and being a founder, I perhaps should say specifically a first-time founder, my day-to-day experience, it's easy for me to feel a sense of urgency or overwhelm um, discomfort just because things are so new and I'm learning so much and there's there's so much to be done and and to be you know responsible for um, that there it's really easy to just get lost in that and it's really easy to check out and it's it's really it's human that's <laughs> what it is we're wired for this it's our default so this should not be a surprise to anyone yet it's still somehow in our sweet little human minds manages to be a a surprise still that this is just kind of the way of it so I again am am so committed to to building recollect because I need it so much and I know you guys need it too uh just that way to you know pull up from the stress and the mess to remember what really matters and why it's worth it to be excitified that excited and terrified all at the same time that's to me part of of being fully alive and making the most of whatever time we have here so gosh i wish i had a stronger close however um Uh, yeah, I just, I don't have real strong clothes there. Felt like I had some momentum there for a minute. And then, um, no, no, we're back to being human again. Um, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for being here and thank you for supporting what we're up to building recollect, um, some exciting things happening right now. Uh, we have been testing our prototype of this app. The prototype is not actually an app. It's uh, it's a bit of a, a zygote <laughs> in that it is a very, very, very simple version of Recollect and kind of a sneak peek of what it's going to be able to do. And we are now three months into testing um, that has continued to go quite well. And so we are in the process of taking things next level and uh, moving moving things forward which means that the user experience is going to get better it's going to be easier 
it's going to be easier for y'all to share, to invite friends, um, and a bunch of other non-sexy things, uh, the back end and administrative and whatnot that, um, frees up my time to, to go do more of things that I need to do. So that is, uh, underway. Um, some development things have, uh, begun to move forward and, uh, I'm feeling good about that. So right now my focus is on fundraising. We have officially begun our fundraising effort and in startup land, it is common before seeking investment from professional investors who have experience, who have very specific criteria of what they're looking for, who, you know, are able to evaluate a company and see if that's a fit for them or not and so on. Uh, before companies get to that stage, it is common for them to raise what is called a friends and family round. That is a fundraising effort that could look like money from actual friends or family members. Um, it could be crowdfunding, could be a few different things, uh, might even be from some uh, professional investors, angel investors that are kind of newer uh, who haven't been doing this for as long. So anyhow, there's a lot of different ways that fundraising can happen. And for us, it has begun. We have received our first check. We have our first investor, which is a huge deal. And uh, my brain right now is uh, all about getting out the word to people that I know that I've worked with who I've, you know, uh, just interacted with in my life uh, to let them know about the opportunity to support this, to be part of this, because um, it's exciting and it and it means something to people already, which is is just so encouraging. <laughs> and I think it's going to mean a lot to millions of people someday. So if you, dear listener, uh, have any interest in investing and in being part of this in this way, or you know of somebody in your life who would support this mission, who has the means financially to take the risk uh, and invest in Recollect this time, would love for you to reach out, introduce me to them. That would be uh, very welcome. And so it goes. We go into the next week. And uh, for those of us in the States who celebrate Thanksgiving, that is happening. Uh, so we're starting to get into holiday times of year. And um, that hopefully <laughs> hopefully will not thwart our progress here. I am I'm committed to... Uh, carrying forth anyhow. So, all right, dears, feel like uh, that is a full update for this week, and I will look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for being here.